good at all of these. He would be rather unpleasant to be around. Um, but he, he kind of splits them up in, into two groups. Um, the first five, uh, in the ESV, they don't seem that connected. In the NIV, a little bit more so. The NIV reads to like this. Uh, puts to death, therefore, whatever belongs to your earthly nature, sexual morality, impurity, lust, evil desires, and greed, which is idolatry. Now, it could be that he just kind of pulled five of his favorites and he made them, um, which is plausible. However, it, it, it is possible at the same time, though, that actually all five of these are revolving around sexual sin. Um, it was interesting to learn that whenever Paul makes a list of sins in Scripture, most of the time, he almost always starts with a sexual sin, sexual immorality. Sometimes he will start the list with idolatry, but most of the time he starts with, uh, with sexual sin. Um, and so here he, he begins this list with the sexual immorality. Uh, another name for this one is fornication, uh, which is a fascinating word. Um, sexual immorality, fornication, uh, that's actually a generic term for actual. I had to look this one up. I was like, I don't know, what does that even mean? Uh, it's actually a generic term for any uh, sexual activity outside of marriage. So it gets used to reference adultery. Uh, it gets used to reference some weird kinds of adultery. Um, and also just sex before marriage. So basically, if it's not one man, one woman within marriage, uh, then it would fit under this category. This one was topic. Next, next he lists impurity. And apparently, uh, almost every time when Paul mentions sexual immorality, he follows it up with, with impurity. Um, and from what I understand, this is almost refers more to the state of the person after they commit, you know, offense number one. Uh, in the Old Testament, uh, it talks a lot about clean, unclean, pure, and unpure. Again, this, this could be one of those deals where, you know, he was 
referencing sexual sin here. Because for some people, uh, sexual sins have actually grown into an addiction. And that's when it enters the realm of idol, and they worship it over Christ. Uh, it's kind of like the difference between a foothold and a stronghold, right? Um, Ephesians 4 says, don't give Satan a foothold, meaning don't give him leverage in your life. Whereas a stronghold, the person will actually guard it and protect it and shelter that sin. Right? They will defend it from others. So, so with a foothold, you know, you, you did something wrong, but you regret it. It's goofed up. It was a mistake. But you really don't want it there. Uh, you knew better, but you did it. But you'd really like to see it gone. But with a stronghold, and possibly.
just a bunch of sins and it appears that his first emphasis is that they be sexually pure. Secondly, uh, he continues, but now you must put them all away. Anger, wrath, malice, slander, obscene talk from your mouth. Do not lie to one another. These have a, a different kind of emphasis. These are more uh, kind of social, kind of how you relate uh, to others. Thank you. 
simple, or the kind of the simple-minded will hear that and assume that your life is great and that it's easy and that it's trouble-free. But the wise and the discerning will actually respect you more because they know that life is not always great and easy and trouble-free and someone probably doesn't like you and somewhere there's a conflict going on, but they recognize that you are guarding your tongue, that you are being intentional about what you say, what you don't say, and it's very thoughtful.
convinced that God was going to save them simply because of their nationality. Because of what kind of passport they held, they were God's favorite. And so when Paul says this, there's neither Jew nor Greek, in the Jewish mind, that's pretty controversial. Secondly, he speaks to their religious heritage, uh, circumcision versus uncircumcision. If you were circumcised and you were a spiritual person, if not, then you know you're not spiritual at all. I believe that it is very good to appreciate our spiritual heritage. It is something to be thankful for. 
practically what that means is that you keep your heart 